Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Stagecraft, Variety's theater podcast, bringing you backstage and behind the scenes with the stars, creators, and industry leaders bringing Broadway back to life. I'm your host, Gordon Cox. On this episode of Stagecraft, we're talking about Caroline or Change. The 2003 musical by Tony Kushner and Janine Tesori tells the story of Caroline, a black maid working for a Jewish family in 1963 Louisiana. The prescient tale touches on the destruction of a Confederate statue and the fight for equity and racial justice. And here to talk with me about the show are the performers Anika Noni-Rose and Samantha Williams. Rose will be familiar to audiences as the voice of the Disney princess Tiana, and from other film and TV work, including Dreamgirls, Power, The Quad, Jingle Jangle, and Maid. But before all that, her breakout came when she played the character Emmy in the 2003 premiere of Caroline or Change. She went on to win a Tony Award for her performance the following year. Now, Caroline or Change is back on Broadway in a highly anticipated revival and this time, the role of Emmy is played by Williams, who comes to the part after making her Broadway debut in Dear Evan Hansen in 2019. Now, Williams and Rose are both in the virtual studio with me to talk about their shared connection to the show, discuss why Caroline's story remains so timely today, and to pass the torch from one Emmy to another. Hi, Anika and Samantha. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. Hi. Thanks for having us. <laughs> I wonder to start, for listeners who might not know Caroline or Change, I wonder if we could start just talking about the role of Emmy, the role you, one of you is playing right now and the, one of you, the role that one of you played in the past. Like, who is Emmy and what's her journey doing the show? I wondered if, Aniko, we could start with you and your memories of that character because you were there as, as the character was developing and working with yeah. them in the earliest uh, productions of it. Tell us a little bit about who Emmy is and how you played her. Emmy is 
a small town girl who has a bigger mind than she's been given space for. Um, she is someone who sees a larger future than the world has said that she's allowed to have. Um, she she is the future, actually. And because of that, things with her and her mother are difficult because they are different people and she's on the precipice of becoming a woman herself, you know. Uh, but at 15, everybody thinks they're they're a woman. <laughs> and something is going to slap you down. It's either going to be life or your mom at some point, yeah. you know. <laughs> Um, you know, when, when you're moving and your mind is moving so much faster than everything else and your mouth is moving so much faster. But the amazing thing about Emmy, uh, you know, in retrospect, in this time, in 2021, is that Tony Kushner, in writing Emmy, and Janine and George and, uh, I guess, and me, as we put her together, there was a foresight in that, you know, statues are coming down. At which we added that last, that last bit, um, I want to say, a couple of days before we opened at the public, oh, wow. the, the evil you've been, you got to go yeah. portion. Um, and it had still been in that vein, but the whole thing changed right before yeah. previews, like the night before, and I was cross-eyed. Wow. I was like, are we, oh we really about to do this right now? I can't imagine. <laughs> people going to be here. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she, um, she was the future in this play, and it was really interesting because we did three years of workshops. I was part of three years of workshops. Wow. Um, and when I first came in, Emmy was so small. She really wasn't who she ended up being. And, and I loved her because I am from a small town and I understood, you know, that space of that I'm not quite sure where you're from, but I understood that, that feeling, that need, that drive that said, this is not where I'm going to end up. Yeah. I, there is somewhere else for me. Um, so we spent three years developing this piece and this character got more and more centralized to the story as we went on. But I, you know, I think even, even when we opened, I don't know that I realized how much of the heart of the story she actually was, because the yeah. truth is she's the heart of the story. She yeah. is the forward movement. She is the baton that has been passed. Um, yeah. And Samantha, I'm going to, because you're doing it now, I don't want to mm. define for you where you are in oh, this yeah. space. Yeah, yeah how does yeah. that resonate for you, Samantha, in terms of I your mean, own journey with the character? Uh, I mean, first of all, it is so mind-blowing to hear you speak, first of all, to, <laughs> like, about this to me. Like, this whole situation is absolutely insane for me, so I just want to, like, say thank you for this conversation and uh I could literally cry I'm just like so overwhelmed um <laughs> I'm getting teary right now I, I was just like I need to like, like calm myself down yeah me too thank <laughs> like you. this just means so much to me and I'm just yeah um 
I I mean, I agree with everything that you said. I Emmy is the change. Um, I also come from a really small town in Lufkin, Texas, like in the middle of nowhere. And um, just that desire and that necessity to be more than what everyone thinks you should be or you will be and to kind of defy all stereotypes and expectations and it's like this weird like thing because I feel like that's what I'm doing now so like to see that to be that every night and like to be able to like remind myself that like this is what you've done and like how uh, possible it is for other young black women to do that is just like insane so like yeah, to hear you say that is, like, a huge reminder for me. It's like, yeah, like, that is what this is. Like, she is the heart of the story. I remember Janine told me, like, a a, a second, like, um, like, a different title for this would be Caroline or Emmy. You know, mm. like, she really is the change. So, yeah, it's just so important to remind myself of that and, like, to know that that's the purpose of my character in the story. It's so beautiful, yeah. Yeah. And Nika alluded uh, a little to how the show resonates now as opposed to, you know, the foresight that seemed present in the writing. Um, How does that, as you're doing it right now for audiences um, in 2021, Samantha, how does that manifest for you? Yeah, um, honestly, it's very intense. I like I always like tell my friends like it's unfortunately like it unfortunately resonates. Like I wish it wasn't as timely Mm -hmm. as it was, but it is. Um, I, 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 it's, it'll always, like, you know, when Anika did it, it was a huge deal as well for that time. Like, this has resonated so much. I feel like, um, and I feel like even last year when I was doing it, it was really big for, like, all the black people in the cast. But I always say, like, now that it's 2021 and we had this year of a pandemic where it feels like white people kind of like woke up to what was happening and what we have to deal with and see every day and what we see in our communities and our neighborhoods like what we've seen for years now it's like resonating with the world but I feel like it's always resonated with us and always resonated with my family and just the people who know the that uh, story so um yeah it just feels like an even greater honor to be able to like share and say the words that I'm saying because I know what an impact they're having. One of the things that I was reminded seeing the show again after uh, seeing the initial production was that um, Emmy is this very interesting balance between uh, you know, the sort of fighter activist and the kid, right? Like, I, I just wonder if you could, and you started to talk a little bit about this, Nika, but I wonder if you could both talk a little bit about sort of balancing that sort of drive toward adulthood with, uh, you know, she's also an older sister and she's got these younger siblings and she uh, is plays with them like a kid, you know? Like, uh, t- mm-hmm. t- t- tell me a little bit about how that, how you imagine that and how you embody that. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that it, it it allowed it to be fun and yeah. and not have her just be this sage, this Cassandra on stage. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It allowed the the truth of who she was to be to be visible. That space at at fifteen, that in between space where your body is ahead of your face. Yeah. Um, and you're figuring out your movement through the world in that space. And 
you know, as a as a young Southern girl. I, I remember when I turned 12, maybe I turned 13, and my grandmother, who was a Southern woman, bought me a girl. A girl. It wasn't 1959. <laughs> a girl. And I was like, a girl? But she... <laughs> She wanted to hold everything in and to yeah. make sure that this body that was moving ahead of this little girl was was protected and constrained yeah. and not yeah. as visible as things should be because the growing up sometimes happens on your person so visibly and for girls that's so difficult. But you're still a kid. You're still yeah. playing Roosevelt Patricia's coleslaw. You're still... Yeah. At, at the remembering fun at the AMW, you're still yeah. a kid. Yeah. Um, it's um, and that is an amazing precipice. You know, I remember quite vividly being 15 and wanting so desperately for my parents to let me take the GED so I could leave high school, so I could be yeah. finished and move to this different space in my life, mm -hmm. and they would not. <laughs> they would not let me do it. Um, you know, as an adult, in retrospect, that's probably good. There's there's social socialization that I needed to go through, but I could see so clearly a different space, a different reality that I was reaching for and grasping for. But you're still a child. That time in a young person's life must be such a dynamic place to inhabit as an actor every night, right? Like just sort of the, it must be so much, so much to, to think about and uh, embody. So do you find that, Samantha? Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like it brings like humanity to the character because mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of times, you know, it can be just one thing. Um, so it's really nice that they added that like juxtaposition of like youthfulness and also like a need for change and like um, this like political um, girl who's learning what she learning that she has the power to do things that maybe those before her didn't. Um, so yeah, it's it's nice to have that juxtaposition. It's really fun like. The boys, like I said before, are yes. Tell us about so... tell us about working with kids. You've got yeah, two, at they're... least one major scene with two younger, yeah, much yeah, younger yeah. actors. They're <laughs> so cute and like I call them like my sour patch kids because they're we like they like fight with me like we're actually siblings and then they also come and hug me and it's just like a constant you know it's like having little brothers and I have an older brother so I just like know how that is and. It's so nice. It's also like a really good reminder that like we are doing a play. Like they're very good at like just like reminding me, like not like putting all the pressure on on it as much, you know, just because they're so young and they see it as just like a like just a fun thing to do. And sometimes like that perspective is so necessary. So it's actually been really nice getting to work with kids. Yeah. And you mentioned that you had to break up a fight between the two of them right oh, yeah. before you went up All on the stage. All the time. Like, they'll be, like, not, like, fighting, fighting, <laughs> but just, like, one of them will have, like, a little attitude or something. And I'm like, okay, you have to hug him before we go and do this scene because we need to be in good spirits. And then everything's, like, settled. But it's just, ah, oh, they're the cutest. They're so, 
yeah it's amazing do you do you have memories of of the younger actors that you worked with anika in the in the first production <laughs> oh and how that uh how that sort of yeah. uh impacted your own performance well first of all i was grown yeah so yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know <clears throat> there is no pretending yeah. when you have actual children next to you and you are also supposed to be a child you're either truly inhabiting that space or you are standing out like a sore thumb because you know there is something about childhood when you're standing next to another child it tells on you if, yes. if you're not if you're not really there with them fortunately I still have a five-year-old inhabiting my my person, so yeah, same. <laughs> so same. you know, it was yeah. it was not a space that I felt foreign to, um, yeah. and it really was enjoyable. Um, mm -hmm. I think that the one time where I really felt like, oh wait a minute, was when we had had a break going from the public theater to Broadway. We had had like a couple of maybe three months off mm -hmm. and bringing myself back into that energy and that yeah. freedom was like, whoo, wait yeah. a minute. Let me, yeah. Give me one second. Give me a second. Yeah. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, but I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. I still, you know, I love little kids. I really, yeah. really enjoy them. And I love that freedom. And I think as an actor, it is something that I hope that I, as a person, never release because yeah. I think that is the thing that allows me to step into and take on and and exchange myself more easily because I still still feel that that energy um, of who I was at that point in my yeah. in my in my life. I don't think that I'm you know, of course, I'm an adult person, and I've gone through lots mm -hmm. of things that have changed me. But I think that, like, when I speak to f friends of my parents, they often are like, mm, you know, that's the, that's the same face. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's the same yeah. face that I looked at when you were this big. Like, I can't yeah. believe that. Um, and I think that it's mostly because it's, it's the same spirit. Yeah. Um, so I'm grateful for that, and I loved those kids. And and then to watch the, what's mind blowing is now to see them, you know, Leon Thomas is a major producer. Like Incredible. what? And why? Yeah. Well, why aren't you writing something for me, Leon? Don't think I haven't <laughs> noticed. And I hope you're watching this. Don't play games. Um, <laughs> you know, Harrison Chad sent me something on Instagram yesterday with all of these pictures from when we did the show, mm. and that was a time capsule and then Ben Platt who was my little brother when we did it in LA and San Francisco ben. we just did the Tonys together he's grown and doing oh my gosh, movies and I thank you and, you know so it's it's wild because also also what was really wild at the time was that these were little kids right but they were also on a precipice yeah so voices were changing yeah as we were doing the show <laughs> I remember we, we were we came into rehearsal from the public to to Broadway and Harrison came back and he was like yeah yeah <laughs> he'd, be like, he'd be like talking to you. 
would just be all over the place. And we knew, you know, that we only had, that this was really a time capsule, that we only had a certain amount of time with these children who were actually children before they did their skip and, Mm -hmm. and things changed for them. And that's really, that's really an amazing space to be with, with people watching them grow as you, as you, as we as artists are also growing. This was my first show that I did from page to stage and brought to Broadway. So I was also in a space of growing and creating and finding myself in that, in that particular space. Um, It's an amazing piece and it gives you, I think, hopefully it gives you, it gives you family and it gives you friends. Like I talk to my castmates still today, not every day, but when I talk to them, I'm so grateful because we went through something and created something and were part of something that was really very special. It is the only show that I have done where I would run to the to the wings to see yeah. or hear certain numbers. Yeah. Because oh the gosh. talent was just absurd. Insane. Yeah. Absurd. Yeah. And the music was so good. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um I just went so far and I'm sorry, Samantha, and I'm like, no, 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 no. And I'm also mind blown. I'm mind blown that it's coming back, that I'm looking at another Emmy. Like it's really like really? It's already crazy. yeah like, already <laughs> wild yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. wild i'll have more with anika and samantha right after the break hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now, here's more with Anika Noni-Rose and Samantha Williams. That actually leads me into my next question, which is what were your, are your favorite parts to, were your favorite parts, Anika, and for you, Samantha, are your favorite parts to perform? Is there a song you love or a moment you particularly love? And then also, as you mentioned, you're running back to the wings to to catch certain sequences. Tell me what those are. Samantha, you talk about what your favorites are first, because you're you're doing it now. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I feel like they change like night to night, but... For tonight, I think my favorites are definitely um, the first, like, you remember from Mama Ada. Like, that is so fun to do. And uh, I just love that, like, rebellious, like, fun, like, 
just jumping out of the gate, like right off the bat. Um, I love that. I love um, the Hanukkah sequence with mm. the that whole fight with Mr. Stopnik and the like fighting with Caroline and just like standing up for myself. Like that whole sequence is awesome, and I love the music. It's so hard not to dance to the Jewish music whenever we're like cooking and stuff because it is. Gorgeous. It's so gorgeous and it's so fun and um, um, obviously I Hate the Bus is really fun to do. Gosh, um, I'm just going to like literally name every single, <laughs> every single number. I mean, I love doing it all. Like, ah, I'm just grateful to be doing it. Um, what about you, Anika? So you named just about everything I was going to name. Everything I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the show. Um, it's the show. I, yeah. Chuck Cooper, his instrument is so, so uh, otherworldly. Yeah. That when he would come on as that bus and the president is dead, Ugh. I still get goosebumps just thinking about that yeah. sound and him and and also the Caroline. Yeah. Like, ah! um, <laughs> ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh, salty Teardrops was mind-blowing every time. Um, Marva was just laying mm. people to the ground with that. Um, yeah. I loved watching when Caroline would do... 16 feet below sea level. I would go to the wings and then I would run down to the pit where Clancy was playing mm -hmm. percussion. Mm, so yeah. that I could hear her, but I could also yeah. feel this percussion feel. moving through uh, my body. And when yeah. he would play, you think about a drum set. Yeah, that was a drum set, but this man yeah. also had pots and pans, no joke. Oh, yeah. Pots, wow. pans, bottles, cowbells, anything wow. that could make a noise that he felt was yeah. the right noise. And I would stand wow. there and get this wash of the percussion yes. and yeah. Caroline coming from above. And I would just take it in. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah. and then be where I needed to be for the next thing. But yeah. Those are things that I loved to listen to. The clarinet was so beautiful uh, uh, for yeah. the Hanukkah, mm -hmm. but also the interstitials. Mm -hmm. um, the moon. I loved oh, doing moon. Roosevelt Petrucius. I yeah, loved it. Loved, loved it, so loved fun. it, loved it. Um, it's a great workout. <laughs> it is a workout. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I hate the bus. The trio of that yeah, and how that moved yeah. was so stunningly beautiful. I used yeah. to truly, it was such a gift because I was working with geniuses. Mm -hmm. I was working with geniuses. I was yeah. working with genius performers, but I was also working with a genius team of creators. And there's no yeah. question about that. There's no, yeah. oh, well, are you sure? Well, maybe. No. no there Tony were. Kushner. Yeah. <laughs> Janine Tesori. And George Wolf, yeah. like it couldn't have be, uh, yeah. the cerebral. Yeah. <laughs> um, these artists were so amazing. So everything that came together, everything was thought about. Yeah. 
everything was the music moving through the words, moving through the physical, where we were on the stage. And sometimes things happened like magic, and then we kept yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And another thing about genius is that when you are working with with good genius, the genius that mm -hmm. doesn't make you feel stupid, yeah. <laughs> because nobody knows as much as Tony Kushner yeah, and George, well, like you just don't. Um, yeah. But you never get made to feel that way. No, oh, yeah. Absolutely. When you are working with these types of people, they recognize when something good happens. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be something that they made happen. Yeah. Because their hands are all over it. And yeah. so they would recognize when something magical would happen and we would just keep it. Yeah. And yeah. hold it. And yeah. that is, you know, a tribute to the casting as well because they knew that they had cast people who could take what was there yeah. and make it and make it real, make it live, make it make it magical. Um yeah. I am I was in awe of every one of those voices that we worked with yeah. and um yeah. and it was it's a real acting show as well. It's yeah. not just, yeah. you know, and this is not singing. to Yeah, it's not just singing and being cute and bopping across. It's yeah. like you are acting in this show. Yeah. And the yeah. singing that you're singing is not play play singing. Yeah. <laughs> like no. it's not what you're not about to do is be like, you know what? I'm gonna sing a little Carolina change tomorrow. No, That's what no. I'll do for my audition. I'm like, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Good yeah. luck with that. It's the warm ups. It's the warm ups for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because Capacia yeah. Jenkins was not playing games. Tanya Pinkins no. was not being, and the, all of these things were written around these voices that were so yeah. specific and amazing. So, I don't. I hope that that doesn't sound like I'm taking away, Samantha. I'm so sorry no. from what you're doing because that's not my goal no, no, at no. all. I'm just, no. we're so lucky when we have a piece yeah. like this. Yeah. And absolutely. then when we have, when we are surrounded by people who have a reverence for what they're doing, but not so much yeah. so that they can't play with it and, and allow yeah. it to create yeah. its own fire. Yeah. It is, I, I just truly feel so very lucky, so very blessed to yeah. have been able to be a part of that cast and a part of yeah. this piece of art because I remember when it happened and people were like, oh, they're not, people aren't ready for this, people aren't coming. Well, no, that's not because people weren't ready for it. It's because people didn't know what it was, yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. By the time we, we um, closed, we had serious momentum and the house yeah. was packed all the time. But people didn't, in the beginning, people didn't know what it was. Yeah. And I felt, I always felt like it definitely could have run longer if it had been given the space to do so because people had finally been like, oh, oh, yeah. this is what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, this is very American. This yeah. is so many people's stories. Yeah. This is, the South and the North. Yeah. This is black people. This is Jewish culture. This is the melding of those things together, which often happens. And we don't often talk about how melded yeah. black culture and Jewish culture really, really is. Yep. It, yeah. It's young people and grown people. It's the beginning and the end of life. It's all of yeah. those things. Yeah. Um, that's amazing yeah. to me. It's quite a gift. I always think of it as quite a gift. And I'm so happy for you, Samantha, that you 
are able to feel this and be a part of this and be a part of it in this time yeah. where, A, people know what they're coming to see. So they're yeah. coming because they want to see it and they're excited they about it. it. And yeah. they, maybe they missed it. Or maybe they didn't get to see it the first time. Or maybe their heart missed it because they did get to see it the first time. Yeah, absolutely. But also, because we have gone through so much as a country, when I saw that statue, I think it was General Lee, that they mm. put the BLM on in hologram yeah, style yeah. and George Floyd's face on, I had chills. Yeah. I had chills. God. I said, well, <laughs> I know what this is. Yeah. I knew what this is. Yeah. And I think that the people coming now will see what you're doing and see that space and see it from a very different perspective yeah. than they did when we first performed it. And um, maybe it will, they will be even more open to yeah. walk yeah. out of that theater and make their own change. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, before we go, I want to talk a little bit about uh, what else is on everybody's uh, plate. Samantha, you basically just graduated from uh, school just last yes. year. So, um, yes. congratulations. And, <laughs> congratulations. Uh, how, how are you enjoying? Are you working on anything else we should know about? Or is. is uh, um, yeah. <laughs> do, you have, do you have time to work on anything else? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Right? <laughs> I just want to add one thing to what you just said, Anika. It is like to hear you talk about how special um, like your cast was slash is and like just like how like everyone kind of knew like this was something so special and, and, and big for them. Like it is the same energy. So I'm just glad that, that, like, that's a testament to the piece, like, yes. and the music and how, like, everyone is just, like, taking such ownership of what they're doing, but also not being too precious with it yes. so that there is play and that there is fun and there's so much learning from, like, generation to, like, like just, ah, it's just so beautiful. So to hear you talk about your experience and to know that mine has been the same is so exciting for me and I'm just so excited to like keep doing this because it's ah I'm just yeah I just have to throw that in there but yeah I think it's fantastic too Samantha because I actually I auditioned soon after I got to New York from school like it was I want to say I don't know within the year after I got to New York is when I had my first audition for this for this show so I feel like you're stepping into it from the same same type of journey that mm-hmm. I was stepping into it from. And I yeah. think it's a beautiful, beautiful entree. Yeah. Because it's, it's nobody's appetizer, but it's, it's no. a beautiful entree. Yeah, absolutely. In uh, <laughs> all the meanings yeah. of that word. And um, yeah. congratulations to you and Thank your you. journey as you grow with this. Because that's what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. Am I interrupting you? Did you have something else to say? Yeah. Me? Oh, no. 
Oh, I don't. I'm good. <laughs> Gordon, you were asking what 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 I was just doing? Like, I, um, yeah, uh, Anika, I know you've next? got a lot on your. Right. You've got a lot going on these days. You just released a single. The was it sounds like yes. it was inspired by uh, the show that you worked on, The Maid that you worked on. Yes. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. And you've got a uh, a Tiana project coming up. You've got all sorts of stuff. It sounds like so. Tell us a little I've, bit about that. I've got lots of things happening, and I don't want to like dominate with with all of that with all of it but i do in the in this moment made is happening on netflix which has turned into a phenomenon i don't think any of us in it thought it was going to be what it is um i did write a song uh, with the fabulous phil lawrence of the schmeezingtons and bruno mars and uh davy nathan who's also just an amazing musician um who helped me turn all of these lyrics, this big old poem, into a, a, a fully fledged song, and it's called So Much More, and um, I just released it a couple of days ago. And I hope people get it. It's inspired by the show. It talks a lot of, it talks about the strength of women, the strength of mothers, um, the ability to get out of situations that are oppressive, to them, and some of the proceeds are going to the Genesee Center, which is a center that helps families, women, men, children, dealing with domestic violence and other um, issues to get out of their circumstances. So some of the proceeds will go to them, and um, I'm really, I'm really proud of it. I'm, it was, I was nervous. I was nervous about it. It's different for me. It's a different angle to come in through. Um, but I'm very proud of that. Um, Tiana is going to be a series on the Disney Channel, but I think that's going to take some time because it's animation and it's <laughs> and that takes forever. But I'm very excited about that. Um, that's and particularly meaningful. Yes, please, Samantha, t- tell us a little bit about uh, your attachment to Tiana. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Not me crying. You're literally the first Black Disney princess. That is truly like ah that is insane sorry ah like ah just means so much to me so thank Thank you you. thank you there's so much connection actually to princess tiana from this because (sighs) when we took caroline to los angeles um disney had seen it and they asked me to meet with them and that was when i had my first meeting with Disney. We were doing the show in Los Angeles at the Amundsen and I had a meeting with them to talk about voice work. And um, it's amazing how connected everything really truly is. And um, what a gift all of these things have been. And so I don't know, I'm a terrible journaler. Please keep a journal. Yeah, so I, I have been actually. You can yeah. remember I suck at it. Um, and I wish <laughs> I had been better at it. Yeah. Um, but keep a journal because, like, you're, you're, this is your beginning. Yeah. And it's a, it's a beautiful thing, and you'll never, you'll never have another beginning quite like this. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm excited for you. Um, Thank you. Anika, are you going to get a chance to see the show on Broadway while it's on Broadway? I hope so. I'll be, I will be probably late winter. I'll be able to see it. But I know that it's not going anywhere, you know. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, pre, 
pre-June. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I've got yeah, some time yeah. to see it. You've got time, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I uh, and I will not tell you, Samantha, when I'm coming because I hate yeah, to please. know I when people, do. especially yeah. somebody who did the show. Like I don't need to know, know you. I don't want to know. So, <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> but I will see you afterwards. Yes. Amazing. And um, <laughs> and give you a big old hug. Um, oh man. This is this is remarkable. It's so. I don't know. It's 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 wild for me. Like I am. I know. I don't think I thought that I would be looking at someone in this time period playing the role that I yeah. play. Like that's so crazy to me. Yeah. That yeah. enough time has passed that this is happening again. That's like wow. It's yeah. mind blowing. It's mind blowing. <laughs> Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see what it, what it will become in, in your hands and in your heart. Uh, I'm very excited to see that. And, um, I don't know. I don't even know what to say at this moment. I'm, I'm, (laughs) it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't wait for you both to meet in person for the first time uh, after the show. Um, that would be lovely well thank you both so much for doing this this was such a great conversation thanks for taking the time Um, and uh, it was great to talk with you both thank you so much that was Anika Noni Rose and Samantha Williams talking about the new Broadway revival of Caroline or Change Rose can be seen in Netflix's recently released series Made and her new single So Much More is out now you can catch Williams in Caroline or Change on Broadway right now If you like what you're hearing on this and other episodes of StageCraft, I'd really appreciate it if you took the time to rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps us grow our audience of folks who love theater as much as you and I do. Or tell a friend about StageCraft. Find past episodes or subscribe on all the pod places, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on the Broadway Podcast Network, which is a great place to find more theater for your ears. I'll be back in two weeks with another new episode. Until then, find me on Twitter at GCoxVariety. Thanks for listening, and see you soon. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.